Hello, this is Kelly McGee, and today is September 13th, 2020, and we're going to listen to the second half of Weather Wars. Now, some were warned and some left and so on and so forth, and some were trapped and actually died in in that what was in essence a battle. And I was also told that there were troops, in other words, from the Sacramento area, government troops that actually have went into the Northern California area and have been fighting these battles in those areas. And so a lot of this, again, what they do is they try to evacuate the people, force evacuations so that they can conduct these battles both above and under the ground. So it's never simple. Um, you can have a craft flying over that's using, you know, this kind of uh, scalar weaponry from the ETs that is attacking the battle going on under the, the base. You kind of have to use your imagination to envision this. It's, it's not clean cut. And I can tell you that Captain Mark Richards is famous first and foremost, for going with his father. Uh, They were both part of the secret space program. As pilots, they were ordered to fly into the Dulce base in New Mexico and rescue the humans that at that time were being kept in cages and under the ground in Dulce. And we have lots of validation and testimony about the Dulce base that goes back many, many, many years and through many witnesses, etc. And I can tell you that I have very strong knowledge in that area, let's say, that is extremely reliable in my view. But at any rate, Mark became famous when he publicized her and through his wife, he was already framed for murder in prison, but he publicized this information about flying in with his father uh, into this Dulce base and rescuing the humans. Now what happened, he told me on my interview, after they went in to rescue the humans, uh, a few days later, this is very sad, but that they went and abducted the humans again and took them back. Oh God! And so this is something that most people don't know about the so-called rescue of humans and the fact that there's an ET contingent. So we're dealing not just with humans, that you go and rescue humans and, I don't know, shoot the humans in the area and then your battle's over and you take the humans and they go live their lives. It's not all that simple. And even Charlie Freak recently had to talk a little bit about the fact that a lot of these children that they've been discovering underground uh, have never seen the light of day. So uh, some of them can't handle the sun. They can't handle sunlight. Yeah, that came and out so they, on when we were we were seeing the Mercy and the, what was the name of the other ship? The Comfort and the Mercy. And the reports were that the children they were bringing out couldn't, uh, they were dying when they hit the sun, so they had to keep them in, in pure darkness. Poor right. Be- all I can say is poor babies. I wonder how many of these children are also a, uh, hybrids down there with all these alien species. Right. And there are they're, uh, very much are some, although some of those are actually, and this is getting into even more about this, uh, ha- they're kept off planet. So a lot of the hybrid babies, as you're calling them, 
are actually kept off planet. This is what I've been told. And some of them, of course, are in Mars and some are in the moon. Uh, and some, I'm sure, perhaps are taken other places as well. Uh, so there's that aspect. Um, this is, is, is a huge a huge war of worlds, in essence, happening here. And I caution people because they don't, I, I know that there are certain spokespeople, Charlie Freak, Charlie Ward, and others, as they say, you know, Jennifer Mack, so-and-so, but a lot of them are not, they don't have like the context <laughs> that has to do with Project Camelot and the thing that we've been investigating for the last 15 years, which is the ET visitation here on planet Earth and the black projects going back many, many years and, and all the witnesses that we've had in this area. So they don't realize that there's an ET side of the war. They don't talk about it. If they do realize it, they don't talk about it. And if they don't realize it they don't understand the depth of the problem so they may think more optimistically oh they went in and cleaned out a base isn't that wonderful and now that area is cleaned out so let's move on it's not that simple and i i've been doing a series of videos talking about that trying to explain in more depth what's going on now let's get back to northern california and the, and the directed energy weapons because no it's important and then the recent hurricane for example in um that came up through louisiana and so on and, how the, all and another thing let me interrupt you and also how the schumann residence is all over the road sure uh, well, that is, you know, I'm not an expert on that, but I can say that I'm aware that it's been changing. Yeah. Uh, and so has the so has the pol the pole, the poles are are drifting, okay, and so there's that dynamic also going on. <laughs> North and the magnetic poles are, yeah. I, I think, it's the magnetic pole that's sh shifting. So that's also probably affecting some of what's going on and also affecting our weather by the way so we have we have natural weather but it is even said by some that we haven't had actual natural weather on planet earth for the last 10 years at least it may even go to 20 yeah. and that our you know sort of secret government new world order whatever you want to call it has been orchestrating weather around the planet now and having these weather wars that we think, oh, there's an earthquake here. Suddenly Iran gets an earthquake, right? But it's it's a weapon. And it goes both ways, by the way. I even have a, a, a scientist investigator called Keith Hunter that has, he traces these things minutely. And it, my videos with him go on for like hours. Basically, I just let him go and I don't even try to interview him. It's impossible. But he does this investigation and he can show you how North Korea has been attacking California with earthquakes. Okay, and then we think, then you'll, you might say, oh, oh, it's an underground base they're attacking. That was going on a lot um, in the last couple of years. But they weren't even, we weren't doing the attacking. North Korea was attacking us. So there's that aspect of things. And he has, for example, evidence that some of the earthquakes in China Lake area were caused by North Korea. But you and they have an earthquake weapon. That what was going on in Northern California was the cleaning out of the underground bases. Yes, because, well, that's a different matter. I mean, that's something else going on, right? 
So California is the target zone for all bad stuff. Sorry. Um, well, no, again, you know, just no, actually, China Lake is in Southern California, first of all. No, I said California. Oh, California. Well, yes. OK, well, why you might want to know why that is. I can explain that as well. No, because California is is part is actually you might say front and center in the military industrial complex having to do with aerospace which is obvious, okay? Uh, just look at the aerospace com- companies here and what we call the the um, black projects and all of that. So there are various centers on the in the United States and certainly in, in other countries, but specifically in the United States, California is absolutely front and center. And um, this has to do with skunk works and, and all of this. In fact, the area I live in is is also related to having connections to that whole you know secret government underground bases and in this area of southern california so the military industrial complex and then think of silicon valley that's built on top of huge military industrial complex black project area and i was born there in fact i believe i was my labbed in palo alto where i was born in a military hospital adjacent to moffett field and i've talked about that in some various interviews that i've done so i grew up in this kind of complex you might say it looks like uh and incarnated into this area on purpose so yes california is a huge center uh, there are various other centers um let's see space force you know trump's trump's sort of uh space force for public consumption that you know uh sort of sort of thing is has been brought forward i think they're located somewhere in the middle of the country like i think it's might be st louis area i'm not sure the exact there's you know where that big um <laughs> it's basically a tesla uh thing uh whatever that hoop thing is is that's yeah, what in, is that thing um it's somewhere like between two cities uh and i'm sorry i'm not good with the middle of the country but it's something like st louis and and another city but at any rate there's a center there you know there are various areas idaho for example okay area 51 was in nevada which of course is right next to california the pacific southwest has always been a hotbed of black projects underground bases et bases and the whole military industrial complex in a lot of ways has kind of been centered and focused there also going up to the pacific northwest going into seattle again you have that link up with the advent of the whole silicon valley seattle area uh and and to do with the advent which is going to be of AI as well. So this is a hotbed and Nevada and Idaho and Utah are also very central to the the whole military industry as well as Colorado to say the least. And Colorado of course is where NORAD is. And uh and that is a central area. And this is actually in Colorado Springs is another hotbed. So this is where the military industrial complex has its headquarters for the world. Okay, we're talking the United States is the muscle, the might the military might of the planet right now and that's where it you know it's a lot of its stuff exists now there are stuff places in the east coast maryland and various places over there i i know it less well 
obviously, because I have traveled all over the Southwest and done tons of interviews in that area and um, basically been to a lot of the, these places. Everyone knows John Lear, my John Lear interviews, his, his exposés on the, those areas. So again, to get back to Northern California, yes, it's a land grab. Okay, but it's also it's also a hotbed for, again, these underground bases that they wanted to get at. And uh, and and I may not even know all of the reasons why they want that place vacated. I I simply know it's extremely valuable real estate. Okay, Uh, I'm interested in what your perception is about uh, Napa Valley, why they're burning the hell out of that. You said it was very well, that's the wine country. That's all part of that. But I think it is very valuable land. Do you uh, have information that there are also bases under Napa Valley? Yes. I mean, well, yes. And Paradise was right near there. It's all kind of one little area north of San Francisco and by the way I grew up up there um I grew up in you know I was born in Palo Alto I grew up in Silicon Valley and I went to college in Sonoma State University which is in right in the heart of Napa Valley and you know I've been to Guerneville and and right along the side of of uh what do they call that um the the um uh, that you know you know that, that Alex Jones invaded it um I'm just drawing a blank. It's the Illuminati um, sort of Bohemian Grove. Yes. So all of this, you know, you see, you're starting, you know, you have to start to look at also then you can look at the Presidio. Um, Michael Aquino, the information that I've gotten from uh, Duncan uh, and I'm blanking. Sorry. Duncan Rhodes. No. No. uh, No. No. it's it, I can you know I can get these links for people. It's just when you've been doing this for fifteen years, all I can tell you is the Presidio in San Francisco. San Francisco, as everyone knows, was a hotbed for MK Ultra research, and the Bay Area, Stanford Research Institute, the investigation into uh, remote viewing, all of that is centered in Northern California. Um, I, as I say, I grew up and went to college up there, so I know this place very very well, and and it. It, again, it's it's a hotbed. So Berkeley, Stanford University, you know, all of this is part of this military industrial complex, very much wedded to Silicon Valley and to high technology in every area and aerospace and the link up to going to space and and, and all of that. So that is an area that now north of San Francisco is has always been fairly rural and the, it was kept re- rural by design I imagine because it has miles and miles of vineyards everywhere so it is very very valuable at least topside now under the under there all of California has underground bases so what is really motivating them and 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 by the way my interviews with Deborah Traveris are instrumental here in also she reports from Northern California as to what's going on there she reads from she's a person who hunts for documents and so she reads from these documents that were written by the Rockefeller you know foundation or whatever and uh also the uh the Rothschilds and they own all the electricity companies. I mean, they own everything. Okay. The banks, the electricity companies, and a lot of these companies like PG and E have been spotted creating the fires. 
so they're kind of like the minions on the ground and we we see we saw their trucks all over my area during the fires as well and a lot of them are just letting them burn they're not even doing anything about them because maybe they can't because if it's it's if it's a fire created by a directed energy weapon according to the firemen it burns faster and hotter than any normal fire so humans can hardly go in there and do anything they have to use something else to stop the fire right. and that probably has to do with spraying it and all that so um I hope that kind of paints a picture for everyone as to what's going on and that there is a center here in California. Now, according to Deborah and the documentation, what they want to do is get people. Now, everyone knows, if you don't know this, California is has always been the most profitable state in the entire United States. So we make the largest GP, you know, gross national product or whatever it is. We're like a country that California is has been so productive that is, you know, it's the center of Hollywood, the military industrial complex, generating huge amounts of billions and billions of dollars for the rest of the country. It's also a very fertile area that grows a lot of the food for the rest of the country, not all of it. But the central, what's called the Central Valley, has been famous for that. Although in the last few years, they've they've actually taken away the food growing areas and converted them into vineyards. Believe it or not, in areas that are not normally vineyard friendly, in the Central Valley because they're flat and vineyards would rather be on hillsides. Uh, in case you don't know that, low low lying hills in France, in any wine country is always in hillsides. Yeah, you can hear the lying hills. Has to do with drainage and all of that. So so this this is is basically painting a picture for how this look, I don't know every agenda item that they have, okay, but I know some of them. And so what I'm trying to, to sort of demonstrate here is this is a center for the battle as well as has been a center for the development of our going off planet, uh, our activities of, of the, you know, the secret government, which has long been going off planet and has bases on moon and Mars, as well as moons of Saturn at this point and Jupiter, it's said, as well as going out of our, outside of our solar system. So all of this is known to people that follow my work and I have witness testimony to this effect. I'm not just making this up off the top of my head and um, have done a tremendous amount of, uh, amount of research in this area. So this is why California has been a focus. And again, the United States is, is, is undergoing this, the center of like the war on planet earth, if you will. And in, it, it still is having areas like hotbeds, like we say Australia right now is being targeted. Um, and there have been places in, in various places around the world. Um, Italy was targeted for COVID, certain area of Lombardy in Italy. Mm -hmm. uh, now the whole COVID thing is a whole nother part yeah, of no, this no, we can't, we agenda. Can't, we can't and we're not gonna go into that, but I will say that the COVID thing is not created by Trump and team. That's created by the dark side. Very and funny. that had to do with their control agenda, which seems to be getting more and more derailed now. And this is 
so we're getting you might say if this was a movie we would be getting to the very peak of you know the suspense and what's all going on and of course all of this or a lot of this leads to the election which is going to affect the entire world as it happens because trump has if you listen to charlie freak and others gone around the world and basically blackmailed the leaders into convincing them that if they don't actually do Trump's bidding and reveal, um, you know, and, and work with him, that he will sort of reveal their their whole proclivities and, and entrapment that they've undergone with regard to pedophilia and uh, using children as sacrifices, et cetera. We'll talk about that in another interview because we need to wrap this up since we've been. No, no worries. Yeah. Um, Happy to. <laughs> yeah, that is a, another whole subject, and uh, you and I see very commonly in this regard. So it will be very interesting to talk to you about that uh, in another time if you're willing to come back on. So, do you have any last minute comment that you'd like to make with? So I, you know, I'm laughing because in so many points in this conversation, we've said, "All right, but back to California." And thank you for finally, like. We, I think we've really gotten some clarity about that and the strategic aspect of California. And, you know, God help California. This is where I'm from. And I'm just hoping that we'll see some some relief. I mean, we've got, you know, I'm hearing 110 degree weather in Santa Cruz and they're talking about the next lightning complex possibly coming. And I've got family up there. One of part of my family has been evacuated. So let's pray. All right. Okay. Yeah, and I have family up there as well. Uh, so I, I, I can sympathize with that. I, I, yes, I'll be happy to have wrap-up comments if you'd like. Um, so I guess what I want to say here is that when you're seeing things that we normally see news items about weather events, and this goes for around the planet, not just California, uh, we are often seeing evidence of a battle that's going on with and we call it weather wars and there have been lots of investigations i've done lots of interviews on weather wars and on that topic you know interviewed certain people who have uh, sort of revealed the very interesting things about those wars even even quite recently i've interviewed on these subjects and so this this gets into where the sort of um dark side military technical complex has been able to orchestrate weather and use it as a weapon against any government or group or company or area that they want to achieve certain objectives and for example iran being you know having a development of, of whether it's nuclear weapons or other kinds of weapons they would be tar targeting them with a an earthquake that would be a threat and then what would happen would be that the government would then have to basically agree to the demands of of the united states government uh more or less the secret government aspect probably more than anything but nonetheless this will be persuasive and not, our government's not above threatening other countries and other countries are not. China certainly uses weather weapons with us, as does North Korea, as I was explaining, and and so on. So there there is that going on. And that also has to do with, in other words, under the cover of, let's say, a thunderstorm, 
or you know a huge um, deluge of water in any area you often have evidence of a weapon having been released and fukushima is is absolutely such an an indicator uh so the earthquakes having to do with fukushima were man-made and there's lots of evidence of this out there and i've talked about it and interviewed people on these on these topics so so i guess it my summation is that weather wars are a very much active part of what's going on that the weaponry involved in weather wars is often gets back to this whole Tesla technology. So if you want to start investigating all of that, you can go down that trail. I have, uh, I've just done some recent interview with uh, Peter Kirby. He's on that trail. He's a very good investigator. I've done several interviews with him lately. He's written books on the subject. There are books out there. They even use the title Weather Wars, so they're not hard to find. Even Art Bell was talking about this, you know, in his Day After Tomorrow or whatever it was called. In other words, the idea that a lot of these so-called cataclysms or what we think of as as weather a natural event in other words aren't natural at all they're orchestrated and augmented and it's not that they go against they it's very important to understand that when the com- the companies and the, the the secret government that uses this technology they use the elements by going with the flow rather than against it for example, we're not having a 100-degree heat wave right now in California in the middle of winter. We're having it at a time in August when it is hot here a lot, naturally, and always was, but nothing to the degree of what we're getting here now. So this is the kind of idea to also understand. So I guess that's all I have to say. And there's a lot more going on and I encourage everyone to go to my website and watch my over 800 uh, video interviews. Five years of radio shows are also available and uh, I'm doing a lot of work every week. I inter- I do interviews sometimes three or four. Lately, I, um, I'm being the one interviewed and the reason for that, I believe, is having to do with the fact that I've done I've been interviewing people so much for, you know, over a thousand people that I have it in my head. And so what I can do is connect the dots for people. And I think that's valuable. I've written a book. It's got a lot of this in there. It's called Rebel Gene, Secret Space and the Future of Humanity. It's available on Amazon and on my website. And your website is still projectcamelot.com. It was never projectcamelot.com because in the early days we could not get projectcamelot.com and to this day we haven't been able to get it. They want to charge a ton of money to get it and I don't even know if it's ever been available. But no, we have projectcamelot.org, projectcamelot.tv and projectcamelotportal.com. Okay. So those three URLs go to the same place. I'll list all of those also in the information part of the video. All right, Thank you. The time is up. Thank you. You are, in fact, a library of knowledge. And it's been great being on the other side and getting back finally to California with all of this information about what's going on. And, you know, I hope Thank you're you. right. I hope you're right that these people are, in fact, representing uh, Q. We shall see. But in the meantime, sure. you know, we're getting very close to show and tell time with the election. And, you know, right. I personally have to say, I pray that uh, 
Trump is the man. Pray, because if he's not, we're in deep doo-doo. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we can agree on that for sure. I think we're going to see Trump take a sweep here. And no matter what they, I, you know, it's when you were just talking about planning, the plan, I seriously think that all of the things that are unfolding against him have been anticipated because he knows what he's up against. So let's see. All That's right. right. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Matrix. It's been a really long show, and I hope you've stayed through it to the end and just gleaned. I know the questions are going to be flowing, and I promise <laughs> to bring Carrie back on soon to take it to the next step. Love you, Carrie Cassidy. Okay, love you too, and take care, and I hope we can have you back on my show as well in the near future. I'd love that. Thank you so much. Goodbye, everybody. Take care, and I'll see you soon on Beyond the Matrix. Okay, so that was quite a bit of information that Carrie had to, um, it seemed like she was, uh, had to rapidly answer them. She just sounded like she was wore out at the end, but I think she did a good job in trying to encapsulate everything for, um, everybody, but she talked about, uh, Sonoma and Napa Valley, where they have so many, acres and acres of grapes and vineyards and it's a beautiful piece of land and they are going to do a land grab that's probably what's going on they're doing land grabs in california thank you for listening